Hello everybody, Dr. F. Scott Field here, and I'd like to introduce you to our newest sponsor. The NPTE Final Frontier is the review course that I wish was around when I took the board exam. For those of you who know my story, it took me a handful of times to pass that exam, and quite frankly, I really wish I had an, an, an exam review course around, uh, just like the NPTE Final Frontier. Uh, check out their website, NPTEFF.com. And use the code HET at checkout for 10% off to all of our listeners and fans. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Teach Me Something Tuesday episode of the Healthcare Education Transformation Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. F. Scott Field. And we've been on a little bit of a discussion kick lately. Uh, I've been finding overall with a lot of my classes, especially labs, in-person labs, that discussion tends to get really good results as far as making things stick. Uh, and as far as really transferring knowledge, I have a lot of work to do. Uh, I think our discussions are getting better. And I wanted to look at two polar opposite ends of the spectrum today uh, for both students and for professors. And that is students that stay quiet and maybe don't participate. And then the monopolizers, the students that always want to raise their hand, always want to answer the question, you know, kind of know everything all the time and have something to say about it. Both are, are useful, right? Both can be uh, active participants in one way, shape, or form. But we're going to talk about how to find that Goldilocks zone and that um, middle-of-the-road approach. And I find for non-participants, a lot of times the reasons are old habits of just staying passive and passively learning. Could be cultural, right? It may not be uh, culturally appropriate for them to speak up sometimes. Coming unprepared, just not having read, not having anything to contribute because they don't really know uh, the topic or what's going on and what's being talked about, or just fear of embarrassment or, or being called out or, or picked on or made fun of, right? And there's a lot of ways that we can kind of break these barriers down uh, for both students and for professors, right? Uh, if somebody is is generally just a quiet and shy person, it's up to us to to make that learning space one that is a safe space. We talk about this a lot, uh, where they know that they're not going to be made fun of, right? Even if they give a wrong answer, we can talk about you know the the ways that that could be viewed uh, as a possibility or a non possibility, and then some other options. Uh, as far as not coming prepared or not knowing the content or the information giving a couple of questions for them to look for in the reading beforehand could help with that. So you give them two or three questions. You say, this will all be uh, found in the reading for next assignment. Uh, and we'll talk about it in class next time. That's a good way to approach that, uh, to make sure they kind of do the reading. Uh, if you find that it's still becoming an issue, you can always, you know, throw in a, a quiz uh, on the reading. Uh, I don't really like to do those for a lot of reasons. Uh, but they are options. And then also fostering that safe place to learn. Another uh, helpful way to do that is to formulate the class in a circle, right? Discussions happen better when we can all see each other when we're, we're sitting in a circle. Uh, so that's just a little tip or a trick you can use to help kind of ease the tension of, of those that don't want to participate or are shy. And then last but not least, you can kind of go with uh, calling people by name, right? Just uh, picking out the ones you want to hear from. I, I will generally award people or reward people sometimes with like, uh, you know, a little gift or a token of appreciation, uh, just for saying, Hey, thanks for participating. Thanks for being bold. Thanks for, uh, you know, taking a step going out of your comfort zone. Uh, then you look at the other end of the spectrum, uh, 
with monopolizers and those that always want to speak and want to, you know, sometimes uh, railroad the conversation a little bit and talk, talk, talk. That's okay too. Yeah. They, you know, they, they can be very helpful and useful and, and have a lot of good insight a lot of the time. But uh, one of the things you can do early on in the class is to just explain that, you know, we want to make this as even as possible. We want to have as many people participate as possible. We help, we feel that helps enrich the learning. You can do little mini groups. Uh, let's say you have 20, 20 students in a class. You can break it up into five groups of four and have one person kind of be the recorder or the reporter, if you will, for that, that group. And they'll do the talking, uh, to talk about what they talked about in their small groups when the questions are asked. And then again, it goes back to, you know, calling students by name, right? Even if uh, they're the only one that raises their hand, you can always just pick somebody at random. Uh, and if it still kind of continues to be an issue at the end of the day, you can just have a, a conversation with that student and say, hey, look, I'm really impressed with, uh, you, you know, your your knowledge base and uh, the insights you have when it comes to the reading. Also, let's let's give some other people in the class a chance to, to talk as well. So, uh, comes down to that you can just have that one-on-one -on -one. but you know students uh also need to recognize if they feel like you know they have a good self-awareness and they know that they are the monopolizer they may need to rein it in and pull it back a little bit uh the other thing too that students have to recognize is if they're not participants and they're actively being passive if you will or quiet uh they've got to step up they've got to step out of their shell and if they have issues or trouble doing that reach out to the professor, let them know, just say, Hey, I really would like to reach out uh, to you and talk about how I can get involved, speak more and talk more. Just not sure how to do it. I don't really feel comfortable about it. Start there. You know, your professor will appreciate that. They'll, they'll find ways to work you into the, the conversations. So hope those two ends of the spectrum help, uh, kind of with both professors and with students, uh, when it comes to discussions and trying to learn through discussion. Uh, because again, that's kind of been a bit of a buzzword for me in this year. Uh, as I tried to improve upon my teaching, I found that discussion has really been a, a good tool for us. So I want to use that more and more. So hope that was helpful and we will see you on the next one.